Eastern Trackers. Welcome to this amazing Star Trek podcast on Track Tuesday. I'm your host, Arenda, and together with Amanda Hopper, I recap every two weeks an episode of Star Trek DNG. All the episodes will be recapped in chronically following. We will approach each episode with humor and a feminine look. Today, we recap the episode Peak Performance. The Enterprise, under the commander of Captain John Picard, is ordered by Starfleet Command to take part in a simulated combat exercise to prepare for the Borg threat. A renowned Zakdorn strategist named Serna Kolrami is sent to serve as observer and mediator of the exercise. Commander Riker challenges Korami to a game of Stratagema, knowing he has no chance to win, just for the honor of playing a Grandmaster. Dr. Pulaski pus- pushes Data to challenge the arrogant Korami, assuming Korami will be no match for Data's android reflexes and computer national abilities. When the two later play, Data is resoundingly beaten, causing him to become convinced he is malfunctioning and remove himself from duty. The combat exercise pits the Enterprise against an 80-year-old retired Federation ship USS Hathaway, which is in orbit around a nearby planet. Picard is to command the Enterprise, while Riker is to choose a crew for the Hathaway. Riker recruits Chief Engineer Jody LaForge, Lieutenant Worf, and Acting Adjutant Wesley Crusher as his senior staff. And the team begins their efforts to restore the old ship to working order. The Hathaway is easily outclassed by the Enterprise and has no antimatter making warp speed impossible. Wesley returns to the Enterprise under false pretense and surreptitiously beams a school experiment containing a small amount of antimatter to the Hathaway, which would allow them a very short warp to they are uncertain if it will work. Pulaski and Troy are unable to pursue data that he is not malfunctioning, but Picard reminds him of his duty and advises him it is possible to commit no mistakes and still lose. That is not a weakness, that is life. Data's confidence is restored and he returns to the bridge. As the battle begins, Warfare access the Enterprise sensors generating a fake image of a Romulan warship attacking, and while the Enterprise is distracted, the Hathaway scores the first hit. Kolarami, who was initially dismissive of Riker's abilities, is impressed. The Enterprise regroups and prepares to attack the Hathaway when sensors report another intruding ship, a Ferengi Marauder. Picard realized too late that this ship is not a sensor's trick, and the Ferengi attacks leaves the Enterprise faces locked in simulation mode and unable to return fire. The Ferengi commander, Diamond Breckler, who is played by the great Armin Shimmerman, 
is unaware of the war games and suspicious of the behavior of the two federation ships, concluding the Hathaway must be valuable and demands that Picard surrender to him. Picard and Riker devise a risky plan where the Enterprise fires photon torpedoes at the Hathaway, which the Hathaway using their short warpers to jump to safety an instant before the torpedoes detonate. The Ferengi believes their prize has been destroyed, turn their attention to the Enterprise, but Worf tricks their sensors to in detecting another Federation ship approaching and the Ferengi flee. Which the war game's over, Data challenge Kodorami to a strident rematch. This time Data is able to, to hold Kodorami in check. Kurami grows more and more frustrated and the match progresses, ultimately throwing down his controls in disgust and storming off. Data explains that he altered his strategy, giving up opportunities for an advancement in order to maintain a stalemate, which he believes he could have maintained indefinitely. He initially regarded the results as a draw, but after prodding from Pulaski, admits his success. Well, guys, let's call Canada again. Hello, Amanda. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. Had my job interview on Zoom there last week, like I told you. Mm -hmm. Except I don't, th I don't think I got it because I didn't get a second interview. Okay. Oh well. Oh well. I tried. <laughs> well, we. Uh, I don't remember if I told you this, but uh, about four weeks ago we did a DNA test for our puppy. Oh, okay. And we thought he was a sprocker, but. His DNA says that he is a full blood springer. Uh, oh. So. Oh. Yeah. Well, he what we, we what we saw was that he uh, did have cocker spaniel in his bloodline, but that was is generations ago. He till his seventh uh -huh. seventh ancestor, uh, he is totally. Uh, English Springer. So he's full blood English Springer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but you see it also in his pictures, you know, and also how he is and he, his character. So, mm. yeah, in, in one way, I'm not surprised. And then, on the other hand, I'm saying, I'm glad that I know now. Because mm. you can. Uh, because I always think the uh, because a sprocker is a uh, mix between a cocker and a springer, uh, mm. I always find it a little bit difficult to adapt and just provide what his needs is. But now he's just an English, he is a full blood springer. That's a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, there's certain breeds that are not easy to train, and there's some that are easy to train. Some are just stubborn 
Yeah, you can say that he got all of that, so. <laughs> well, my Yorkie, well, technically it's not my Yorkie, it used to be my grandma's, but it is ours now. She's 10 years old. I can make her walk on her back legs for short distance mm. and do a little twirl. Yeah. She'll do it for me. Yeah, some dog can be very, uh, can do fairy tricks. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Well. a little, little dog. Yeah. So, let's start with the, uh, episode. Alright. Um. It, I think it was a nice episode. Hmm. But it was, in one way, a little bit fast, because I would have... Love to have seen more of what the Ferengis are doing there. Yeah. Did you know that uh, Ermin Shimmerman, the yes. guy who played Quark, was in this one? Yeah. And I remember that um, in an interview he said, well, I played that Ferengi so stupid that I wanted to... We do it in Deep Space Nine, and that's why he became Quark. Oh, okay. <coughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was, I think, in overall, it was a nice episode. Oh, yeah. Especially uh, about yeah, the... Yes? And like you said, it was quick. It was quick in a way. And mm. because... I would love to have seen more about this strategy uh, game, what they had of a simulation, what they had to do. And speaking about that strategist, I hated him. I didn't like him at all. Uh, no, I never liked him either. He was so full of what? himself. Yeah. He, was, he thinks he was Mr. High and Mighty. He's so full of himself. Gloating over winning against Data. Yeah, but and not it only, looks like he. Not only that, he, <laughs> he was so negative about Riker. Oh. And it was that moment that Picard said, uh, We're going to need to speak privately. And then he told him the truth of, You can't do that to Riker. You don't know him as I do. And mm. the stupid thing was how more they. Uh, went in that game of um, battle strategy, how more he was, uh, yeah, just all about Riker. And when the whole simulation was over and the Ferengi was in, 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 in there, because then you saw when, when it come to face-to-face -face battle, he was very, very a coward. <laughs> and he was saying, oh, you have to flee and uh, the Hathaway will be uh, just casualty, uh, battle casualty, and that we can uh, see that and provide that. And I was thinking, dude, you're a coward. Yeah, he's, he's basically thinking, well, that's the other people. I don't care about them. I'd rather stay here and get the heck out of here. Like, Saving us on his skin. He's like, oh, screw the other people. Let's get out of here. What Safe did... attitude. <laughs> yeah. But you He's see, like, and, yes. and that's what that's what uh, Worf was right about. They can be this big st master st strategist. 
But if it, it comes to battle face to face, they are cowards. <laughs> um, so, Riker has 48 hours to get the old starship ready. But it, it, it's like a computer simulation. The um, all the weaponry on the Enterprise will be uh, defect, and they will have when, for example, the Hathaway shoots, it will be counted electric, electronic. So, um, what was really um, it, it reminded me of the game Battleship. You know that that. Strategy battleship, yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's what reminded me. Of. Yeah, battleship slash like a thing called like war games that some military groups would do. Yeah, yeah, and cadet yeah. Cadet groups do. Because I I was in cadets when I was in high school, <laughs> the air cadets, and one weekend they decided to have us go stay in the woods for survival night. Oh yeah, that was fun out in the cold. But it was summer, but it was still nighttime and it was cold, so. Yeah, we had a... It's a, kind of like a war game situation to see if we can survive outdoors. But that's basically what it is. And you know that strategist is... was so... negative about Riker uh, that uh, he really asked Pokaika, do you really think... you do you really cheese, chose uh, Riker as the captain of the Hathaway because I'm not... Uh, I don't have faith in him. What was really mm. rude? So, the the simulation is based on a Starfleet uh, based this on because of the board threat, and um, in one way it's okay, and uh, yeah, to uh, be a little bit ahead, guys. After. This episode, we only have only one episode in season two, and then we're starting with season three of TNG. Really? There's only one episode left? Yes. In season two? And in season, oh. the, the finale of season three is, of course, uh, the first part of the two part episodes that Picard becomes Lucutus. So. I don't, I don't think he. No, I don't think he's Lacutus in season three, is he? Yes, in the last episode, beginning last episode. Oh. In the fan and the first episode, there's the uh, the best of both worlds. So, t towards the end of season three. Yeah. Okay, got a little confused there. I'm like, really? Oh. So Riker could choose his own staff, and uh, for his senior staff, he chose Worf, LaForge, and he took Wesley with him. And did you saw the face of the strategist of seeing what the hell, what does a child need to go on as a senior staff? Mm. Little did he know that, of course, uh, Wesley, Wesley is, is smart for his age. Wesley is a wonder child, or wonder kind, if we say it in German. So... He did that, and then he asked that strategist 
who also is a Zekdorn, what really was a weird alien name, if I can say. Um, Riker was challenging him for a uh, game of Strategema. And he was a Grandmaster in Strategema. And I don't know. And, and he said to Riker, why would you even play me? I'm a, I'm a Grandmaster, so you have no chance. <laughs> but Riker did that for um, not to win, but more like keeping the high game up for humanity. So Riker uh, and he went to turn forward and there they play uh, Strategema. And Strategema is like, yeah, also like, like battleships and um, it might remind me a little bit of Vulcan Chess. Okay. But then in 3D or whatever. Yeah. And the little finger thingies are really weird. Do you know what they remind me of? Mm. Milking things for cow's udders. That's what they remind me of. Mm. Yeah. Oh, probably... Four fingers on each hand. All the clicking sound going on like crazy. I think there's also a little bit for as uh, the in the in the game. It likes like uh, mm. uh, like uh, uh, RV uh, glasses, you know, for computer games. Oh yeah, VR glasses, yeah. So, uh, Riker was playing at him, and before that, War said, "Well." Uh, we all took bets, and I bet on you. And so Riker asked him, okay, what are you feeling if I win? He said, well, I would be very happy because I bet that you will win. And <laughs> Riker asked then, and if I don't? Then he said, well, then I will be very annoyed and irritated. As we know <laughs> of, of course, but okay. Yeah. So, um, Will loses, and I think he could have known that because, of course, that's strategist as a, a grandmaster strategema. You know, when they talk about a grandmaster in strategema, it reminded me a little bit of the Korean Gambit. She was also the first female. Um, Player who end up in uh, as a grandmaster. Okay, that's what that movie's about. Yeah, she is a she's a well. Um, the Green Gambit is officially an opening, and the very famous um, I don't know how I uh, pronounce this, but he was a grandmaster as well, and. They offered him to play the Grandmaster's role in the series, and hmm. uh, but he declined and he said, well, I would love to uh, be an advisor how you can put this on screen and uh, as a, a Grandmaster and how they play chess. So that's what they did and it reminded me of that. 
So we hmm. we we have to see that the enterprise is now uh, at that system. Where the Hathaway was, and you could see that that was a very, very old ship. Oh yeah. You know, you could tell it was old. Like older ships, I think they had the uh, uh, four nacelles on the ship. Mhm. They. Uh, that's how the older ones were. Yeah, the Hathaway was uh, eighty years old. Wow, that's old. But it, it was funny because if you have seen Discovery Season 2, I believe, you see that there also is an other version of the Hathaway. So, we're back on the Hathaway now, and we see that the team is getting ready in 48 hours, and Wesley enjoy working uh, on the ship and, and, and do his thing, and... Then um, we see that um, Data is challenging the Strategy Master to play Strategy Map. And, um, but Data loses. Mm. And he was thinking, okay, I need to diagnose myself now and I think I'm malfunction because I lost from the, the Grandmaster. And you saw, did you see his, um, that face of the strategist was so self-proclaimed and, and I was thinking, dude, I would... Yeah, that guy, mm, that guy needs a good slap upside the head. He was so snobbish about it. He's like, <laughs> I beat you. And then Data, he's like, I lost, I shouldn't have lost. Yeah, but like, also, like, like, he is so, he isn't that way super annoying. Did you oh, notice, did you notice his, when he first came on the ship and he was walking after Riker, that was so annoying. So, um, Diana of Troy and uh, Pulaski are trying to convince Deva that he is not malfunction, that he is just alright, but he just lost, you know. Yeah. And then they they later on we see that uh, Pulaski and Troy went to Picard and tell him, uh, Captain, you need to uh, give Data the order to just function normal, and then it's okay. He's not malfunction. He's he's just having like a version of a little toddler meltdown that he didn't win. <laughs> mm, a little bit, in a way. But an android version. Well, I think, and that's what I put down again on my notes, it was really weird, or really weird, it's weird to see that Data, although he is an android, experienced human emotions. Mm. And like we said before, sometimes, most of the times, data is more human than the human itself. Mm. So, yeah, um, I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, he, he does seem to show a bit of 
human in him. You think maybe when they had that encounter with Q, Q left a little bit of humanity in him, maybe? Who knows? I don't know. That's what I've been thinking this. So, mm -hmm. Wesley, oh, well, we see that the data surface from human emotion, what was really, yeah, is, you know, in that way, we know data like that. So, we are back on the Hedawada, and Wesley uh, went back to the Enterprise to get one of his science projects. So, when Riker saw that, he said, Wesley, why do you have your science project here? He said, well, we can this, this, and do this to get the Hayawata fired up again. And there's a little bit of the lithium in there. And mm. Riker said, well, you're cheating by this, uh, Wesley. <laughs> and Wesley said, no, sir. I just This is just a science project. This is not... Um, so I'm not cheating or whatever. What was, again, really clever of Wesley? He is smart. Yep, he is smart. So, the simulation is beginning. And Riker make the first move. And he let Worf, uh, pursuing a hologram uh, of a Romulan bird. So, the higher water could strike first. And that's yeah, that reaction of the strategist I was thinking Dude you should go through the first and nearest airlock. So Riker get more approval of the uh, strategist and uh, because uh, well this is, is typical Riker. And do you still think he is not uh, qualified to be a captain? And you had to saw that face of him. You suddenly just said, well, he's good. And Picard said, well, he's the best. Oh, yeah, he is. And at the moment that the Enterprise wants to attack the Hathaway, oh, Hathaway, sorry. There was a friendship close and they were attacking the Enterprise and the Enterprise couldn't uh, fire back because they are still in the simulation. Mm. So then of course that strategist was a coward and said, well we have to leave and uh, there's just a better but all uh, casualties and we can afford that and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. What was really yeah. cowardly. Oh. Yeah, that dude was a major wuss when it comes to real battles. Simulations, he's like, okay, real battle? Frick no, he says, I'm going to be out of here. And that's exactly what Worf said. So, Picard told him, uh, you fuck off. So, excuse my language. And uh, uh, I'm not going to leave my 40 people behind on the Hathaway. Screw that. Mm. And they actually start arguing. And I was thinking, dude, you need to have a kick 
at your boat on the get out of the on the of that bridge. It's still Picard is still the captain. Yeah. He did he did need a swift kick in the butt he did. And then uh, the Ferengi uh, came on screen and they were interrogating Picard why he first fired on the Hathaway and now he is protecting it. So they wanted the Hathaway as a prize. Of course and... they do. They want everything. But they think they, they think they can make some money off of it. Of course they are Ferengi. Hmm. Anything they can get their little hands on, they can try to make profit off of it. They want to try to sell it for gold press latinum. Yeah, basically. but not only that, I think it's just... Did you notice, by the way, that the appearance on the Ferengi was weird? They had too much of a big head, in my opinion. <laughs> so, um... Picard and Riker were discussing what they have to do because they can't do that. And um, so they were saying, okay, they, we have some warp power for about two or three seconds. That can be or uh, escape. So they are saying, okay, uh, the Enterprise will destroy the Hathaway, but the Hathaway escape uh, by, at the last second, um, get to warp for a few seconds. Yeah, and they're going to play a little sneaky sneaky. Yeah, like uh, some kind of a ram chick or what, uh, what is known for in uh, the mm. Air Force. Um, mm. But... What they did is they fired on the Enterprise, of, uh, on the Hathaway, and the Hathaway will burst the them away uh, two, three seconds of warp, and then they will come back as another starship that will not be flanked as the Hathaway, but just as a Starfleet ship, mm. starship. Yeah, and that will fool, that will fool the Ferengi. So Picard said, okay, on my mark. And so they destroyed the Hathaway. And you could see that the Ferengi weren't amused of it because that would be the, yeah, they, they could see that uh, there will be no platinum letterman prize there. Yeah, no money for you. So. The one who played uh, the Ferengi, the Captain Ferengi, or I must say Diamond Ferengi, um, he was saying, well, now it is our privileges to destroy you. And at the moment that they are wrapping up to f shoot on the Enterprise, there is another um, Starfleet vessel coming near them. What was in real, they had a way. So when the Ferengi saw that, they fled. Yeah. Also here, cowards. So um, the strategist finally admits that Riker 
was a good captain. Mm. And he will report to Starfleet that uh, this was a good uh, game. What they, he had seen, the simulation was perfectly rounded up. And he learned something to, uh, uh, yeah, to, uh, to, it was just like, you don't have to flee everything. You, you, there were things how you can resolve problems like this. So then we see one of the last uh, scenes. Uh, we see Data playing again uh, against the strategist, uh, the game Strategima, hmm. and he wins. Yeah. What was nice to see, and um, because Data was winning, the strategist was very furious. Oh yeah, he he was literally blowing a fuse in this little brain of his. It reminded me of a spoiled little brat that didn't have their way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean by the spoiled little brats. <laughs> if a little kid don't get their way, they throw the biggest tantrum in the world. That's the way he was acting. Yeah. And... Hey, I didn't get my way. And... Uh... I think it was Pulaski and Troy who were convincing him, Data, you run, you know? <laughs> and then you saw him quasi smiling and smirking. And he said, yeah, well, I busted him up. <laughs> and, yeah, and then they cheered, you know? Yeah. Literally saying I whooped his butt in the game. Mm-hmm. And that, guys, was the last scene of this episode. Well, uh, another one of those short ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... And, of course, we are going to Season 3 shortly. I think from mm. Season 3, there are more... More better episodes than in the first two seasons. They are really oh, writing yeah. it out, you know? Not like this, like, two or three... Uh, subjects but more like of storylines but it is like one storyline and it is more detailed oh yeah there's a lot there in there you got some good ones and you got some really bizarre episodes like the candle episode that was a weird one. <laughs> oh my god dr crusher and falling in love with a candle ghost mm-hmm so, um, Amanda, do you have something to add? No, uh, not really. I thought it was a pretty decent episode. Just a little short, like last time's episode that we recorded. It was It was short. That one was short. And, yeah, that guy, if you almost want to throw him out of an airlock. He was such a cranky little guy. <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, if I look at the rating of on... IMDb, they give it a 7.7. .7. What would you give it? I say I'm gonna stick with that number there. Hmm. I sure, personally. Yeah. 
I personally would give it a seven. Yeah. Yeah, around that. Yeah. Well, um, I'm looking forward to the next episode. Shades of Grey, I think it's called. Yeah, Shades of Grey. I thought that. I thought. I thought that was today's episode. I got mixed up. And um, yeah, guys, that is the last episode of season two TNG. And then we already have made, if I'm correct, we are at f fifty-four. Holy crap! No, <laughs> a bit low. Forty-five, forty-five episodes we have. So, wow. Well, Amanda, thank you for joining me again. Yeah. And we speak each other in about two weeks again for the new episode. Oh yeah, we will. Have a nice um, day and um, live long and prosper, guys. Yeah, live long and prosper. Well, thank you guys for listening and join us in two weeks for a new episode recap. In the next episode, we will recap the episode Shades of Grey. I also like to tell you about my other podcast called Orenda Talks. Orenda Talks is a podcast which in I talk about books movies, fandoms, and other geeks things. You can find talks or in the talks on the YouTube channel or join the Facebook group. We will see you in two weeks.